Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Starfleet Universe On Call. I am Paul Franz, owner of Franz Games. I run SFB Online, FedCom Online, and Starfleet Warlord. Just remind how to join us with talk guests every Thursday starting at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can either call on the phone, star 605-562-0444. Just follow the directions. The call ID is 17702. Or you can participate on the web. Just go to the Talks website at www.talkshoe.com and search for call ID 17702 or SFU on call or Starfleet Universe on call. You will find us there. And of course... If you want the best online experience, then you want to go to twitch.tv. Yes, twitch.tv. Twitch.tv slash SFU on call, and you will find us there. And you can watch my wonderful face live. You can join us in the chat room and talk about what I'm talking about or something else. <laughs> I don't control the chat room. They can talk whatever they want. Um, but. Moving onward and forward, my contact information is sfuoncall at gmail.com. That's S-F-U-O-N-C-A-L-L at gmail.com. Also, you want to follow me on Twitter. The podcasting account is sfuoncall. Also, my personal account is Paul Franz. It's P-A-U-F-R-N-Z. There is no T in that. And, of course, Franz Games. Again, there's no T in Franz. I'm sure you know how to spell games. And, of course, the lovely TalkCast gets turned to a podcast available on iTunes and various other feeds around the net. When it comes to ADB this week, it's pretty quiet. Not hearing anything at the moment. The last thing as as reported last week was, of course, the increase in cost for the physical product. And um, and also, I mentioned a couple weeks ago, which was, of course, um, I queried um, Steve Cole about, even if they don't ship counters, for the latest and greatest FedCom module, could you at least sell cards? I'll hey, whatever it costs, I'll buy. I'll I'll buy it on whatever it costs. If it's triple the cost than previously, I'll buy it for triple the cost. Because I really want the ship cards, the physical, the physical ship cards. I'm actually what I'll probably doing is I'll probably be looking into. That and you know, see how much it costs for me to create my own cards, and of course, the tough part is will they actually print them out um, at Staples? Because that's where I probably use. I got to check to see if they have card stock, and then of course, if the card stock, then you have to do the, you know, you have to seal that, and which is going to be, I don't know how much that's going to cost me. Probably, actually, usually it costs per cut. Don't ask. I have no clue. This was many, many years ago. That it was like a dollar per cut or something. I figured it was something outrageous. But anyway, moving on, the SFB Online Tournament, which is a Sapphire Star 13 tournament, which has two games that are completed. Um, my game has only gotten to the end of turn three. Uh, and um, that is a game that's going 
definitely differently than I had expected to go. Um, it might be a very, very, very long game. Don't know. The tough part is going to be, of course, the hellbores that the wax has when when exactly be seen. That's the abbreviation. But moving onward, um, the latest online client version of the client has not been released in theory, um, to because of the issue with Mac, and I have to get back to it and actually work on getting it, um, all happy dory for for the Apple people. And moving onward, uh, the lab when it comes to library report, there's not there's nothing really to report there. I did update some of the, the Learn library on the SFB library. I will, I think I got an email from Matt possibly yesterday, maybe today. I, I saw it when I was preparing for this podcast, um, but I hadn't had time to actually read it. Lord knows, I get so many emails, I really don't have time to read them all. That's why my inbox is inundated with emails, and I usually delete oh, around 90% of them. But anyway, when it comes to FitCom Library, there's nothing new there. Uh, we probably will be doing that with the gunboats. I'm not... I, I need a reply actually to Chris Newsy because he sent me the first one and it looked good from my perspective. I had not actually tried to create a, a, a ship definition from that um, image, but, you know, I replied to him. So, with that, that is the news for this week. And it's me, it's the Long Paul Friends, welcoming you to Starfleet Universe On Call. And tonight, well, you got me, you got Jeff, uh, Doug, some technical difficulties. <laughs> okay, oh, come on, can I, da, 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 don't mind me, I'm trying to, okay, cool, now I got myself live, okay, and can I maximize the screen? Oh, crap. There. <laughs> that could be really bad. Because I had this. this. Uh, yeah. Did, did you hear it? Did you hear it? I uh, did hear it. Yeah. Because I can. You can About get a, two seconds delayed. Right. And you can easily hear a, a feedback loop, too. If, if I let it go, I'm sure it will call, get caught in a feedback loop. Maybe not just because of the, 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 how large the delay is, but the echo will probably drive people unmistakably nuts because I because I, I actually did that for I was recording one of my podcasts at Origins and I had um, it's called a Zoom X-O-O-M a Zoom that I was using that for recording but also I connected up the monitor which has like a five second delay on what it captures mm -hmm. That was difficult, but I, I got used to it. I got used to the idea of hearing myself and hearing the same thing echoed like five seconds later, and that, which worked fine. But because I, I still I wanted that monitor in there, so I knew what I was recording. What did it sound like when I was recording? And so, and that you know that helped out a tremendous amount by having that that little monitor. So. That's nice. I, I still have the Zoom. I I uh, screwed up, which is it's so old now. I don't think I can get the upgrade. 
because there's an upgrade that I need to actually be able to connect it to my Mac. <laughs> you have to upgrade the firmware to up to actually connect to my Mac. This is this is very much, this is pretty old at this point. It's over. I think it's over ten years old now. So, um, I had an opportunity many many years ago. Then I didn't take it. But that's the way that works sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But anyhow, moving on one and forward. And forward is what? What was in the past? Big surprise. Um, <laughs> apparently that's what it is, isn't it? Um, but I was figuring, I'd, we only got three turns in for my game, which was done last night against um, John Wrigley. Um, I, I only wanna, got two in against On Mine, against Peter, so yep, I know I saw, what you mean. I noticed that. Um, I, I cut, I, like, I did not play until I could not play anymore. I kind of did, kind of did. I, I, it wasn't like okay. Go, go, and then go to bed. It's like no, no. I, I needed some downtime between we got off and I headed to bed, which was going to be in just like half an hour or forty-five minutes after we got offline. So I was like, okay, that's where you ended at turn three. End of turn three, good. Now, to talk, I wanted to talk about that really quickly. Uh, at least that's the first topic. And that is. I know, I know John Wrigley wrote up a quick synopsis. There are certain things that he missed in the details that I thought were kind of just nice to know. Um, yes, um, he mentions that he had a drone swarm. Now, the one thing he didn't mention, which was how the game started. You know, because as we discussed last week, I could, I was wondering whether I should go right in for the middle and meet him there or I should go for a corner dodge and let him come to me. Uh, well, he didn't give me much choice because what he did, he did an offside corner dodge, i.e. instead of turning right to go to the closest corner, he turned left going towards the farthest corner. So it kind of... It, he gets, in theory, gets closer to me, but you know he still he still ran right across the wall, and it was, he was going pretty slow. He was going speed fifteen to start out the game, so he's going he's going really slow, and it's and it's like okay, why are you? Go, I'm thinking to myself, why are you going so slow? Still haven't figured that one out. I I think he went so slow because he was hoping. To hit um, on a, on a, he had a reinforcement on a shield, which to me is still kind of weird. But that that's the way it is. Okay, but he went along, along the sides, and as I approached, what he did, he started launching pairs of drones. And here's the weird part to me, and that is, and he didn't didn't mention this in his his post, and that is when he launched them, he launched them in sets of two from each of the pairs of drone racks. Now, that's fine. One direction E, the other one direction D. So they were always spreading themselves out. So when I got close enough, you know, I'm approaching, I'm around range nine or 10, I think it was nine. His drones are, are getting, are really close. And I know if I go straight ahead, they're gonna hit me. So, uh, okay, I, I, I try to knock down the two front 
drones. Oh, okay, let me go back. Just one, one minor thing. And that is that one thing I did notice also. No, I'm... What the heck? Okay. I'm recording, right? I'm, I'm streaming, okay. You're hearing me. Uh, go away. Uh, someone chatting, someone posing a chat room, me old spammer. But anyway, um. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So he does it. He does this in you know, for three impulses in a row, fires launches two drones. So what ends up happening? It ends up to being a kind of, I call the cloud of drones. So you got six drones and six in individual hexes. So it's just this moving cloud of drones. It's not, they're not stacked. They're just a cloud of drones, which to me is weird. It does seem an odd choice. It'd be interesting to talk to him about why he chose that methodology after the, oh. after the battle's complete. Oh, agreed, agreed. Now, no, I knocked out the two. I unfortunately get into range eight on impulse 32. Was it 32? No, 31. I think it was 31. I blast him range eight. Not the greatest in the world. Not bad, not great. Um, when it comes to my three, three shield crackers, one hit. But they didn't hit any reinforcement, so I was encouraged. Then I, I fired four overloaded um, PCs and six phaser ones because I figured I, I figured it out, and I definitely could keep out of range of the drones. I can I could basically side slip and turn, and be be run away from it and not get hit by the drones. So I didn't have to use my phasers for the drones that much. I wanted to kill the the front two so I can get a little closer, but didn't need to do that anyway. I, I so I wasted. Um, Four, yeah, four phaser threes at range two, and I killed one drone, didn't kill the other one. But and those were the first two drones. Big surprise. Um, but anyway, you know, I, I hit him. I actually, I get two internals. It's like, yay, two internals. And I get cargo drone. So I went, cool drone. <laughs> I I got a drone box. So. That's that's six drones. Sorry, either five, 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 five four or five drones. Five then. Well, four or five drones are gone. Yeah. Most probably it's five. Because I, I can't imagine actually destroying yeah. a drone wreck that has a Type Four drone. Not and, when you've got others to buffer it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. The only only reason I can imagine ever doing that is if you want to save the extra drone. Because what happened actually is the next turn, at the end uh, end of turn two, he actually repaired that drone rack. Obviously, is a drone, um, an A rack versus a B rack, but it's still a drone rack. And I thought all the tournament racks except for the Zenti were B racks, and the Zenti has a pair of C racks. No. And, and opposed to go with their pair of B racks. I thought otherwise they were all no, they were all B racks. They're all B racks. The fat who's got a G rack. Yeah, they're they, they are B racks except for the uh, except for the 
fed which has a g-rack and but the thing is you can repair it as a drone a rack it's like repairing a phaser one as a phaser three right hasty you know downgraded hasty repair mm -hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't replace the drones the drones are gone right. but it gives you uh another another piece of hellbore armor so to speak mm -hmm. now in his case yep now let, let's get let's get onward to turn two because basically i came in i started slow around speed 17 then i sped up to speed 28 on turn one so i was able to get the range eight on, on 31 turned on 32 so i ended up around range nine i think it was eight or nine i i forget which but okay turn two He's he's chasing me, and I'm doing my best. Just to, I, I turn, I go, I finally end up after I turn to the left, and I went went across the board, and then I turned down. I went down as far as possible. The idea being that I'm hoping that he'll turn to direction direction D and get a down shield facing me. Unfortunately, he never did that. Um, I ran out of room, and I had to turn in to go along the bottom of the board. And by that time, then he could turn to actually direction D and make sure his, his shield number two, which I knocked down, was not ever facing. So, um, yeah, that's a... Yeah. So I was always facing shield number one. So I'm keep on running around the bottom of the board. You know, I, I made sure I had my speed high enough so that I stayed ahead of the drones and him. So I lowest speed I, I was going to like speed 25. So I was, I was, I was booking. Then turn three. Okay, I start turning. And so he gets to around range three. That's where he fires not two hellbores but one hellbore which makes me wonder of either it's a it's a tactic or it is purely um power a power move meaning you know, he's trying to save power so he's actually only charging one hellbore at a time cuz i have a hard time or he wants to have it so that he's only, he's, he'll fire one hellbore every turn, possibly. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just shocked that he only fired one hellbore. Because to me, that means either tactically he wanted to only fire one hellbore, or two, he, he didn't have the other one fully charged. Because it was, it's not like he wasn't in, in um, overloaded range or anything like that. And he and also, on uh, turn one, and turn two. Um, okay, let me think. Was it turn? Let me think about this for a moment. Yeah. Okay, turn two. One thing he did do turn 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 two is he fired his four phaser ones at me, got one point of damage against my shield number twenty four. Actually, was it one or two? I think it was one. He, he rolled 
all Fleet Force Phaser ones that range range six to eight. So that okay, great. But the thing is, now he's got a shield which has got a dent in it. So unless I decide to uh, you know to reinforce, then you know in that case you know if I reinforce then then I could hold it so I can understand why you might want to might not want to fire its hellbores because of not a big enough dent to allow that that shield to be the focus of the hellbore damage. So you know, but you know, come around, come around the wrong, turn three. I'm come around, I come around in front of him, so he gets, he gets to hit that shield number five again. The twenty-three point number five, um, he finally gets it down, to. He fires the phaser once again, and gets. I'm thinking about this, around. I forget. I think it was like ten. I think it was. I think it was, might have been ten. Not ten. He was down. I was down to like eight boxes. Is that right? No, I was down to less than that. I think it was four. Yeah, four boxes. I actually, he got me four on turn two. Then on turn three, he fired his phaser ones, and then you know with, with Hellboy the second option. Um, so he got like it was around five internals, I think. Cause I, I'm, I, I, no, it was like seven internals. Yeah, you know, seven internals. Because I looked at it and went, okay, if I use my batteries to reinforce that shield, I'm still going to take internals. So I'll just think, you know, I'll save my energy, take the chance. On that, and I don't reinforce. So, yes, I know I just gave away a, a little bit of what's, what's happening internally to my ship. Whatever. But, you know, so he gets seven internals. And he gets pretty much padding. Um, except for he hit a shield, got, knocked out a shield cracker, knocked out a phaser three. And that's it. Now the thing is, I've got to figure out how to. The problem is, he got shield number five, so he's chasing me. So shield number five is going to be hard to keep out, out of his, um, out of out of arc of him, as he's as he's chasing me. So that's going to be interesting, because that's around where we ended turn three, and I have to, I have to look. I don't remember where we ended up. I think I got it so that he's. I'm out of his FA arc because of, you know, I, but also I forgot to mention one thing. The drones, all the five drones are still running around chasing me. After two turns, they're still chasing me. So <laughs> to say the very least, the um, John has got, quite a few drones still available. He's still got, uh, at the very least, five... So, uh, sorry. B. He could have as many as 30 uh, still in the rack. No, not right. 30. Uh, 25 still in the racks. 
Yeah, because it's no, not twenty-five. Twenty still in the racks. Thirty-six oh, yeah, minus he's got six. Six racks. He's lost one. Right. And there's five in the rest. A, a maximum of five in the rest. So five times five is twenty-five drones left in in inventory. Right. And probably my plus he's got six on. What would you say? Five or six on the board still? Five. So he has. So the center there at least. Um, when it comes to seeking weapons, this might be a long game. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's hard to. It's hard to. You know, plasma ballet is easy. Drone, not so much. And that's kind of where I'm at. Oh, understood. Yeah, the um, the big thing for me when it comes to the drones is that. Given the way I'm playing it, I am not going to be um, running out his drones. <laughs> you know, I don't think I can I can continue playing with in this fashion, where I'm just running away from the drones. I don't think I can keep that up. The only reason I don't think I can keep it up is yeah. be because of that means we're going to be playing like. If I that means I have to survive like fifteen turns to have him run out of his drones. And the question is, can I And that's that's provided he, he obliges you with launching drones as soon as the old ones drop off. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And at the moment the thing is he has no reason to drop tracking on the current drones. Yes, Kitty. No, I don't. I don't see that he would. They're doing. They're doing what they're supposed to do. They're forcing you to adjust your maneuvering to his benefit, not yours. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that's actually Doug in the chat room, but um, just mentioning the fifteen turns. Um, means the mean, means the drones. You destroyed are are in one rack. No, uh, that means that that your um, number of additional waves of drones. Because we figured you're going to do a full wave of drones each time he gets the opportunity. Yes, what is it, Kitty? Yeah, if he uh, if if he throws a full salvo, even over a couple of impulses, every time he's got a full a clean a clean slate, um, there'll be five full salvos in total. So that's 15 turns to run all five salvos out. And that's, again, presuming, of course, he decides to oblige by always keeping drones on the board, um, which is by no means a uh, reasonable conclusion to make. He's in a position with his, with his advantages that there might not be a reason to keep that going. But Agreed. again, that's one of those things we need. It would be interesting to talk to him about after after this gets decided. Oh, I, I totally agree with you on that. I definitely want to have a little discussion. Like, hey, why did you do such a, uh, why did you do what you did? You know, because of, it's, not, it's definitely something I did not expect. I, <laughs> you know? Uh, judging by the way P Peter wrote up our two turns, I think he's got a question or two for me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but same time. Hold on, I got I got to put you down. Sorry, oh my arm is starting to hurt. 
Uh, Zuko is a kitten, but he is getting to be a cat. Uh, please. But anyway, yeah. So, so really going forward, you know, I, I can't continue this. So, my obviously the one thing I'm gonna have to do my best is try to stay out of FA arc so that um, I can stay out of his hellbores because of now I got a down shield. Even if I if I repair like a box or two on that shield, still most of the most of the reinforce most of the sorry most of the damage is gonna go right through that shield. Yep. So you know I can reduce the number of boxes, but not by that much. And I assume I use all my, you know, you know, either my, all my reserve power or, you know, additional reinforcement. <laughs> Chris knows say, oh, I vote for the cat as a co-host. <laughs> that would be fine if, if Zuko was the co-host. The only issue is where he wants to be. And I can only hold him up for so long. Yeah, that's a goofball. Um, well, he is a cute and fuzzy quality assurance manager, if nothing else. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, ah. Okay. But anyway, so that's how how it's going. You know, um, as as I said, the thing is. Again, as I mentioned last week, it's not like I can chase him. I can't really chase him because if I chase him, he's just going to launch drones while I'm chasing him. And I'll just be hoping that I knock down all the drones with my phasers or, you know, start taking the drones, you know, you know, one at a time or, or some, you know, Start using my my shields using the drones, which is not a, a really good situation. And of course, then no. then he has his three hundred sixty degree phaser ones and his three phaser threes that face backwards. No, because of if it turns if it turns if it turns to ch trying to chase him down, uh, he'll phaser boat and lob just enough drones at you to. To, to make you wonder, should I veer off or should I do something else? And not enough to keep you from going, yeah, we're going to do something else. Yeah, no, that's a, the, the, the Oxbox has that really odd niche of you're not ever going to be able to depend on heading it even once. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you, it's not like you can, you can pull the old drawbridge trick, but at the same time, it's got such decent arcs on its phasers and it's got an excess of movement energy that you can turn around and you can phaser boat with it. Yeah. True. And, and of course the, another issue that I have is of course the, what's the down shield shield number two. So if I get in, in the arc of shield number two, most probably I'm going to be an arc of those hellbores. <laughs> yeah. So that is an issue. Of course, one of those questions I have right now is just where did all that energy go? First turn, where did all that energy go? 
I mean, I didn't hit the brick. I have expected to hit the brick. Just for a plain, simple reason of how he played it. It could very well be he misinterpreted when you'd make the turn for the battle pass and he put the brick on the wrong shield. Yeah. Or he thought I was going to focus on shield number one, maybe. You know, he thought thought what it might do, and I definitely did not want to do this, because I mentioned this last week, which is I did not want to turn in front of him so that he was chasing me from that that way. You know, that, that not a good situation. So it's possible he, he, he reinforced shield number one. That's where he put the brick. And it didn't work out. Because I, I got on shield number two. Of course, and then there is the, the ultimate question. Um, well, okay, of course, the, the thing is, with, with the first turn... Shield number two obviously had no reinforcement at all. Nothing pre-allocated, at least. Because otherwise, right. it would have been hit by the shield cracker. You can't say, oh, I don't, I'm not going to let it hit my shield reinforcement. No, you can't. It's there. You have, you have to. So, and I, I'd, have to look, I'd have to look at the logs. I really would have to look at the logs to see if he actually spent for... I'm assuming, I'm assuming, because of... It's only two internals. I'm assuming he actually used his reinforcement, you know, used his, his, his uh, reserve power to reinforce the shield so he only had two points of internals. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right because uh, I got four and then I got another 33. And then I got two internals. So that, that, make, that makes sense. So, well, we're, we're the we're all um, set to get together on Wednesday again because the funny part is, um, next two days, today and tomorrow, he's busy. Even though he's retired, he's busy. Um, of course, I was busy tonight. I'm I'm definitely busy tomorrow night. Also, I'm I'm gone the next this upcoming weekend, which reminds me, I have to send an email out to my warlord people and go. Turns not going to be processed till Monday. Sorry, it is what it is. Now, um, Monday, I can't. I I got to do Starfleet warlord stuff, so I I don't have time to do it. Tuesday is his wife's birthday, so we're back to next time we can play. It's actually Wednesday night again. So <laughs> that's kind of like the troubles Peter and I have been having trying to make our schedules mesh up. Understood. Understood. Yeah. One thing I actually should do Tuesday. I might have, I should have time Tuesday, which is um, sit down and get it so that I can, I can release, I can officially release the latest version of the um, online client. Because I've already, honestly, I have actually already uploaded those, um, the the clients for Linux slash BSD, you know, Unix, whatever. 
and I've uploaded the updated version for Windows. This is the full version. This is not uh, updates to the files themselves. I have not done that. Um, I, I preemptively did that and I was I was working on getting the Mac and then I ran into the, to an issue because of the dark um, theme that I, I have for the client. Unfortunately for the Mac, it contains binaries and those binaries then have to be signed for Apple to be happy. So I got to see what I can do and hopefully... Actually, the funny thing is I could have sworn I ran the same issue last time I tried to release the product. It, it, I'm getting... I thought I remembered that something like that, and that's why I had to pull it from the client. So I'll see if I might just say you know I might I might have to update do a quick update from from the Mac and go okay for a Mac you can't do dark you can't use the dark theme but all the rest you know Windows and, and Linux and so forth you can actually use um, dark dark mode so. Well, dark theme is what it is. Looks not right. The, the dark theme looks pretty nice, though. There's certain things I don't like about it, um, which is because it's dark. You know, like the EAs, it's hard to see the columns as much. You know, so I'm hoping you know that I'm I'm I'll release it next week because uh, I'm. I don't know what it is. When I say I'm about about to release a product, it seems like people then start putting requests. Like, oh, can you fit this in? Can you fit this in? It's like, no. <laughs> At this point, no. Uh, you'll have to wait for the next update. You know, like some some of the requests have already come in from who was? It? I think it was was it Chris who posted it on? I think it might have been Chris. It was Chris or Frank, I forget which, um, on the Discord server. He said, oh, you know, it'd be good to actually be able to turn off the um, the trails, you know, that, that I added on a per-ship basis. It's like, well, that's something that we'll just have to look into in the future because I didn't do it. I don't plan on doing it. I've, I want response back first for, from people on it before I touch it. Now that's reasonable. Yeah. Because at the moment, the one thing I did, which I think is a good idea, which is I limit the number of hexes to 20. So you only see a trail for your last 20 moves, which actually, that's one thing I wanted to bring up because I actually used, of course, the updated client. Big surprise because I'm the developer. Oh, uh, shocker. Um, and because I used that, used, used the update client, I, I got to see the trails actually in action, you know, used actually in a game. And, um... Lucky. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Um, well, it, it didn't... It, hel it helped me definitely some. I, I agree with that. Um, I got to see where he came from, you know, where he was moving to and so forth. But for me, the one actually real benefit well and i didn't even really expect this which is following the trail you can see you know the jiggy jaggedy of side slips so it makes it 
easier without looking at your side slip counter when you side slipped. Yeah. So, to me, that like the call oh, that that was definitely an unexpected benefit to it. I have to look at updating the JDK a little bit. Um, I'm not sure if I can do that or not. I have to I have to up, I have to change libraries and things like that because of there's certain things that does not, does not work with the latest version of the JDK. So I, I had to back back out to version 11 for I had to, actually I had to find Microsoft's because Oracle didn't have it. I don't think there was an Open JDK for the Mac. For the M1 Mac, um, that I could actually use. So you know, and so I need JDK 11. Actually, that was the weird part when I first got together. It's like I totally forgot to degrade to degrade my the Mac to use a version 11 JDK 11 instead of JDK 17 for the for, for Java to actually have it so it it will actually play with other people. So yeah. My you know, minor thing, I realized that when we started the game, I didn't see him. I'm not sure if he saw me. And I said, John, can we restart real quick? Because we didn't, we hadn't started no no EA, no nothing like that. But we had already discussed. Okay, is it gonna be call uh, uh, Pia or C C4F? We went for Pia. Pure impulse activity. For those who don't know what that acronym means. And he wanted the top. And I said, I said, fine, I'll take the bottom. Which is, and that to me, that's unusual. Because invariably, people like the bottom. Because of left is left and right is right. Probably, it was probably because the quick buttons for navigation don't require you to twist your mind around to make sure you're not clicking the wrong button when your ship is coming down the map. Yes, you do. In my in my mind, you do because of um, if you have a numeric keypad. I mean, if you're at the bottom of the map, moving up. Right, right. Those quick those quick nav buttons work work work, mm -hmm. work one for one. But if you're coming down the map, you've got to you've got to twist things around to make sure you're not flipping your left and your right. Yep, that's why I was surprised. When, Makes you think about it a second. Yeah. Oh, that, that's why it made, it's made me surprised surprised that John wanted the upper part of the map said lower i'm used to being i'm used to being at the top of the map i'm used to doing those those kind of aesthetics you know okay yeah i gotta do it no problem i'm 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 more than happy to oblige whatever the other person wants you know if it's called for fire i dislike it but that is the rule the rule is that if you want, if you if one of the persons playing the tournament wants to play call for fire, it's call for fire. But if both people agree, use pure impulse activity, then you can use that. And we both agreed on pure impulse activity, boom. And I was like, awesome. So That's what's the difference between the two modes? Two modes is a call for fire. You in the this. This dev section, this dev segment, you say call for fire, and then you actually then you announce your fire. Which, okay. to me, it's a metagaming aspect. 
it's basically telling your opponent that you want the possibility to fire. Do you have to fire? No, you don't. And then you then you get in these whole mind games because of that. You get in the mind games going, oh, I call for fire. Oh, I'm not firing. You know, I I have that seems. Yeah, that seems that that seems uh, wastefully meta. Yeah. Oh crap! That's why. Hold on for a moment. Recording started. Did you hear that? Yes, I did. Yeah, I think I hit the button <laughs> on talk show. <laughs> but, but of course, the the thing is I, uh, now now that makes sense. And what? it could very well. Yeah. That that makes sense now. Why why Dave said no talk shoot tonight? Yeah. Yep. Did not realize that. Well, hopefully you didn't lose the audio up to this point. No. Because as I look at the talk shoe screen, the uh, timer is at fifty three minutes and change, and it's got a red background, and it didn't earlier. Right. I'm not. That makes me wonder if it, it has been recording this whole time. It just hasn't been. Um, um, it might not just have has not been uh, broadcasting it because that's one of the things that's an option, which is you can broadcast the audio and you have to explicitly select that when you start recording. But to me, it doesn't matter because of the reason why I record on TalkShoe at all. One, obviously, is people can listen to it. That's the one thing. The other thing is that I have a backup recording just in case something happens like, oh, I lose the internet. Or worst case, my somehow my computer just dies in the middle of it. You know, it, it shuts down or whatever. And I can't, and I lose my side of the recording. I still have a recording. As it's a poorer quality of a recording, but it's still a recording. Because actually, I've done that for at least, I think, definitely one, if not two, of my podcasts where the the there was something wrong with the local recording. I'm not sure what. Um, I think I yeah I think it. Either, oh, no, in one case, I think it actually, the recorder, recording software died, crashed. Another one, it just, it recorded garbage. Though a lot of times when it records garbage, um, it records garbage, then it's usually garbage all around. And it's usually an issue with the mic itself. Because I've had, I've had that happen multiple times where it's like um, sideloning. Like it's worse than that. It's just you can't even tell that I'm talking, you know. Yeah, it probably just overdrove the mic, and all you have is clipped waves. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. And the only solution is to restart the computer. And that solves the problem. Actually, that that yeah. was that was for a while there. Well, after that happened, I actually was restarting the computer like the day of. 
that I had I had I was doing the talk show. Did that for a while, and then I never did it. I stopped doing it, and I haven't had problems. <laughs> I'm sure I'll start doing it again if I ever have problems again. Excuse me. Though hopefully, maybe more recognizable because now what I'm doing, as was request pointed out by Chris Newsy, which is now I actually record the um, news portion. I recorded the video for it. So now I have the video and audio for the news portion, which I record like anywhere between 15 minutes and half an hour before I start the program. So, yes, I am. I like this, too, because I get an email from Twitch that you're on the air. That reminds me that I I that you're that we're about to do the call in section of the show. So I I can hurry up and and not miss it this time. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Yeah, actually, I don't record it on Twitch. I actually record it locally on using OBS, and I um, actually I have, I am pretty cognizant of this, which is I actually I still record both audios. I don't take the video and strip out the audio. I just record the audio separately. So I have two recordings of the audio. One is for the video. And one's actually separate, a separate audio recording, um, which I trust a lot more. And I, I feel like the, the recording for the uh, through audio hijack, you know, the, the audio only recording has better quality. Though I know, I'm sure you hear it, which is it's uh, very echoey, and I have to. Figure that out because I'm sure that makes my sound quality to suck. Because I, I was listening to it. <laughs> I was actually funny. For those of you who briefly watch me, that means you'll never listen to this. On YouTube, I got I got a report. Was it last? I think it was last week. Yeah, I think it was. La I'm pretty sure it was last week. Where they went, oh, you had like. 43 people visiting your website and they listened to a total of 43 minutes of your videos. I was like, okay, so what's happening is people listen for like a minute and then go, bye, I'm gone. It's like, okay, whatevs. That sounds like, that sounds like a scraper bot looking for YouTube short videos. That's possible. TikTok content. That, that, that could be it. Um, it could be also that I'm just, people don't find me that, me that interesting within the first minute. Cause I, I, well, I, I didn't want to go there, Paul. I, I, was, I was trying to feed and nurture the ego a little bit. Understood. But at the same time, I, as I've told, what was it? Zero something. I forget, I forget the guy's name. Um, and the man Kazen Wars continue. <laughs> yes. Um, but as I told him, I said, I'm mainly posting this on YouTube not to get more followers. If people want to follow me, great. I'd love it. You know, you can actually hear my melodious voice, you know, more often. But I don't have a big head to go, oh, I, I or, or I'm not. 
to say the very least, the whole idea of monetization of, of my YouTube feed is like, no. <laughs> I get, I, I'm not even signed up for it. And I, even if I did sign up for it, I'm, I know for a fact that I would not get any um, revenue at all because of how, you know, how few views I get from my videos. I might get like 50 views for a video, you know. Um, I have actually gotten a few which are, which have gone up higher, big surprise. Um, uh, well, I had to check the subject matter. It was, it was, it was based on the subject matter that uh, why the numbers went up. Zuko, are you asleep? I can't tell. No, I don't think he is. <laughs> I'm just okay, but he's still he's looking down. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm looking at the playback over here of the camera over there. <laughs> so, you comfy yet? Probably not. Here, go behind me. Um, but anyway, so. Say release the when it comes to the game. Can't wait to see how it all goes because I'm I'm hoping I at the moment. Okay, in theory, okay. If you look at the damage, you look at the ships, and you'll go, we're around even, you know. Personally, I'm behind in my in my mind because of. Well, you started behind too. Yeah, agreed. Because to me, the, if I could have, would have been best, and, and which is if I could have hidden a rear, hit a rear shield. Because then, if I was chasing him, I could actually hit him. I could hit down shield while that was happening. So the, the funny part is that he wants me to go around to the left, and I want him to go around to the right. Because round to the left, that means my down my down shield is facing him. To the right means I have the possibility of getting that number two shield. Actually, yeah, at least a lot, a lot easier to get number two shield if we're going around to the right. I think. Yeah, because then, then I'm, he needs to, he needs to turn more often. So he's trying. He's doing defensively. He's trying to. He needs to turn. Versus, um, well, the good thing about actually going around to the left at the moment, you know, on turn two, was that um, he he could not turn, so he could not cut me off. He couldn't turn in early, make make the circle early. You no, know, make an inner circle and have me go around the outer, and then him cut cut me off down below and get get even a, a closer pass. So that that ended up, ended up to my advantage that you know the shield number two um, was down. Anyhow, actually, I think I'm gonna wrap it up here because it's it's usually I end up I close up the, the the show in another five minutes, but I don't think I have another topic unless you have something you want to talk about real fast. Oh no, no, that sounds good. Um... <clears throat> 
yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how the tournament plays out. Um, I'm in a position I'm in a position where I'm afraid to even talk about what happened with mine because of where we left things off. Uh, it's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've got I've got bad and worse options at the moment. Right. And then I've got really stupid, <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't decided which way I'm going to go yet. Well, at the, the same time, um, sometimes stupid is smart. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah, because of... I just... Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> okay. But, um, <clears throat> no, what, it's, it's, it's... I don't want you to tell me. It's one of those things. It's like, okay... It's like, yeah, um, this would be great. I'd love to brag about it, but only if it works. <laughs> Understood. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jeff, I'll, I'll end it here. So you have a good night. All right. Okay. Good night. So. Had a nice little discussion about my game, and definitely it should be an interesting one to see if I can stay ahead. And as I said, the, the big thing is I got I got a rear shield down, so that makes things more difficult to fight. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to be um, quizzing <laughs> or asking John why did you do that? Which is you know, it's always always a good um, post-game kind of wrap-up. Okay, you know, what were you thinking? You know, why did you do this? Did, did you think of this? Did you think of that? You know, and so forth. Which, you know, it, I always let, it helps everyone to get be a better player. So with that, I am Paul Franz, and I bid you a good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.